Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name is Mason Stewart and I'll be your host this evening. So tonight's going to be all positive, all positive vibes, I think, with a really good win and uh, performance last night. Uh, but with me going through that is the two Davies, starting with Davy T. How are you, Davy? Yeah, great. Thanks. Uh, can I get one negative out of the way? And it's nothing to do with Rangers or football. The Dutch, the, or sorry, the German government today, they, they, you're allowed to go on the train now without a, a face cover. So I can jump in the Copenhagen train. From here to Copenhagen, people can pile in on top of me. I don't need a face cover. I took the two dogs to the vet this morning. And they told me to put on a face cover and there's nobody there. So that's that's my negative thing for today. <laughs> face, face covering should be gone. I agree, Davey. Davey P, how are you? I'm smashing, Mason. I'm going to be contacting the ambassador about that. That's, that's an international instant, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> no, it's uh, excellent last night, Mason. You know, it's, I'm sure as we'll come on to, uh, long overdue, it was uh, the Rangers are back. Yeah, they certainly were last night. As I say, it was it was a it was a top performance and, and top result. But let, let's jump straight onto that because then there's so much to go through last night. I think um, it's going to take up a large. Uh, chunk of the, the show tonight but but as always please get your comments in like and subscribe and we'll try to get through as many as we can Davy T so the starting lineup last night Sakala comes back in and John Lundstrom comes in for, for Ryan Jack um, what were your thoughts on that I know you said obviously Saturday that you was a little bit disappointed Sakala uh, wasn't in from, from the start so uh, he comes back in and you know apparently it was due to him having a baby over the weekend so um congratulations to him but um yeah I was, I was pleased to see him back in the the team last night i don't think it was him that had the baby uh mason i think it might have been his wife but i don't think he had one maybe maybe okay. that's how he was out injured but uh <laughs> no um yeah i know but i think it was virtually the team we all said the only one was jack or lundstrom but i think we said he would come back in and no, it, well, it, it proved the point. It point brilliant. It was, it was, um, no, it should have had two goals. And unfortunately, offside, one of which wasn't his fault, one of which was, was borderline. So, uh, no, it was, it was absolutely brilliant. And, uh, no, the team was sort of a, just what we thought it would be. I didn't think there would be any, didn't think there was any surprises. As I said, Jack for Lundstrom was the only one that, that, and I was, I was, uh, Annoyed that Lundstrom was playing because I thought we'll get the same centre half role from him. Uh, sitting in front, uh, uh, standing in corner goals and Davies uh, toes, and I was completely wrong. We played twenty metres further up the park, and I think the word was that uh, the um, Bill Bill uh, used was we, we suffocated them. And that's what exactly what happened. We suffocated hearts, and it was absolutely brilliant to watch. It, it really was. It was. Uh, it was one of them performances last night. You just sort of think, where where, where has that been? Um, but it, you know, it was a, good to see. Davy P. Just before we come into the actual game, we, you know, Tyne Castle historically has always been a difficult venue for us. Um, you know, in, in years gone by, but but recently we've actually gone there and, and not playing well. We've managed to. To get wins and you go back to the game we had you know back in september it was our biggest away win of the season when we won four nil um but that's becoming a little bit of a myth isn't it that that, that time class was going to be a tough game because i think you know obviously the last time we lost there was in the cup under gerard um a few years ago but since then it's been it's been you know very very positive 
Yeah, I mean, in the recent past, we've uh, done very well at Tynecastle. But the thing about last night, and I think the reason that uh, Hearts maybe fancied their chances, is that they have been on a decent run of form. You know, they beat Hibs home and away. Obviously, they kind of slipped up on Saturday against Livingston. But they've been uh, doing quite well. I think that that was um, unbeaten in 10 games. So I think they uh, fancied it. And I think that was shown by, by their setup. So I think Robbie Nielsen you know, was clearly taking some brave pills because I think their setup was to was to have a go at Rangers. And, uh, well, from what happened last night, they wouldn't be doing that again in a hurry. It was, you know, say I don't want to touch on Hearts too much, but when I see Snodgrass uh, in the midfield by himself, um, I did think this could this could be a real you know positive night for us, and it was. And and Davy T, let, let's start then with a the, with the start of the game because I've, I've called the pod tonight setting the tone, and I think that's what we've done. I think last night has really set the tone for, for going forward, and and we're going to go straight to Glenn Kamara and John Lund because I thought them two in the first few minutes just you know pressed really well, one second balls. But what, what they've done and something that we haven't done enough, and I think that's what my frustration was Saturday, especially in that second half, is play one-two touch and play forward quicker. And I think, for me, you know, watching it again today, John Lunch and Glenn Kamara were, were instrumental in that all night. Absolutely. Um, Kamara was my man of the match. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Uh, Lundstrom as well. I, I certainly know... If you're a player like that every game, then I wouldn't... Uh, it's not that I don't like John Lundstrom. It's just that I don't like the position that he's been playing in, in well, most of his Rangers career. Um, but uh, yesterday, absolutely no qualms about any of the two of them. They were absolutely, absolutely brilliant. And really, it could have been after 10 minutes, the game could have been finished. If, if Alfie was just a wee bit more hesitant in going forward and, and looked along the line and thought, oh... The centre half behind me, I better slow down. Then we would have been up after four minutes. And then the, the goal was in, what, eight minutes? So that could have been 2-0 uh, within eight minutes, within ten minutes, and uh, we would have been away and, and the game would have been done and brushed. Definitely. David P, let, let's go to that first incident then, the, 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 as, as David T touched on. We should have been up, a go up a lot earlier than we was. Morelos uh, straying offside. Um, probably the only negative I'm going to make about Alfredo Morelos last night because I thought he was excellent and, I, and I've been very critical of him of late. I thought last night it was a proper old 2019 Morelos performance. He absolutely bullied their centre-halves and um, every time he goes to Tyne Castle, he seems to turn up. But the, the goal last, the, the offside one, the first one last night, and there was quite a lot of VAR uh, you know, involved uh, last night. The ball from Sakala, I've got to say that, was, was top draw. But Morelos is looking right across that line there's no excuses there, is there? He's got to show a little bit more composure and, and stop being so eager and just hold. And, and I think if he holds, you know, as I said, he puts us up uh, one up a lot earlier. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be caught offside there, it's, it's schoolboy stuff. So, I mean, he's got the, the whole the, the pitch to look at. So he knows he's offside when Sakala plays the ball. It's, so it's kind of, it's almost daft. But because he just has to step back, you know, even to the point where, that when he does move forward, that you know, obviously he's trying to get an advantage, but there's no advantage in being offside, Alfredo. So he, he should just stop it. There was no excuse for that. That was maybe it's just it was just enthusiasm. Clearly, what had been said pre-match should uh, got to them because we've been crying out for Rangers to make a start like that, you know, for weeks, and it's been dead slow. And you know, and we've had the jokes about 
know, buying a, a season ticket for the second half solely because you know not much happens in the first half. But second, certainly last night we were uh, we came out flying as as we anticipated Hearts would do, but we met them uh, full square. So maybe that one of the wee symptoms of that was just Alfredo super keen trying to get in the wall, hurt them early. So if I put it that way and, and if I believe it, then I'd be tending to forgive him because Alfredo was superb last night. As you said, that's that's exactly what we want from Alfredo Morelos. You can see from the reaction of the crowd that they fear Alfredo Morelos. They know he will hurt them and they, he certainly did last night. No, that's that's the Alfredo we love to see. Big hugs. No, definitely. And and it was Morelos who put us one nil up after nine minutes. David T, I'll, I'll come to you on this one. Uh, Barisic gets fouled. Um, I thought it was quite a late challenge as well. I thought, I thought the boy was lucky to, to get not get away with a, a yellow there. And then, you know, we do a quick free kick, something that we haven't done all season. It's been waiting for Tavernier or Barisic to, to line it up and, and we, we make it very, you know, visible what we're going to do. But a quick free kick, really good play from Ryan Kent, who again, I thought was... I'm going to say that a lot tonight, but I thought Ryan Kent was, was excellent. And uh, it's a great ball to the back stick. And then Murdoch puts us 1-0 up. And, um, you know, just from then, you just felt like, you know, this game's ours, ours in a matter of, you know, a couple more minutes. Yeah, if I can just go, first of all, go back. There's a lot of people right, writing about Lundstrom and, and myself. So if I can just answer that. If Lundstrom had been playing that way for the last 18 months or since he came, I would have been happy with John Lundstrom. And I agree with Czech that Lundstrom is far better when he's when he's pushing forward more, when he's in the middle of midfield. But what we don't need, and up until today or yesterday we saw that, is we don't need a player standing in Connor Goldson and Davies' legs, uh, toes. Because, you, I mean, you even saw them. They, they came out of their shell because they were passing 70, 80-yard balls. But Lundstrom would try... Oh, I'm trying to be touched on. You lunch them tries. And and it very it gets one out of five, right? But Connor Goldson was spraying him about all over the place yesterday. And although I must admit there was room for Sakawa. I mean Sakawa, uh the speed of him, that that room in behind the defenders. I mean that that guy Hill, I think it was you call him, the uh, right back from he he must have been, been home with a nightmare last night. He 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 must still be sleeping with a, with a pillow over his head because he get taken right to the cleaners. Um, no, but that was... Uh, that, that's... Uh, I've, I've nothing against Lundstrom, just the way he plays and I did play and I hope now that's... I hope now he's seen that there's another guy coming in. Rus, when, once Ruskin comes in, that there's somebody there that can take his place apart from Jack um, that, that'll, uh, that, that'll make him uh, play better. And that, that was my... That was my, my, my take on Lundstrom. Um, I've sort of lost the original question now. It was about the goal, wasn't it? <laughs> first goal. Um, yeah, the first goal. Yeah, um, yeah. the, the free kick. They took it to Barisic. Took it, well, I don't think it was intentional originally. I think they just sort of saw the gap opening up down the down the left wing. And no, Barisic put it down the wing to, to Kent. He done his uh, his his step over his normal step over, no ran past the boy Hill, and crossed it to the back post where where Alfie was. And if you stood, there was two player two Hearts players actually marking Alfie, and yeah, Alfie got up above them. And the, I don't even think the Hearts players jumped. To be quite honest with you, 
and the ball into the back of the net, and I'll be off running. That was uh, doing his celebration. So <laughs> that was. Uh, I think I think we'll come on to celebrations later, we, and it won't, get, it, won't, it won't be chocolates. We, we're getting <laughs> we're getting uh, a lot of comments on 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 the the celebration and, and Neil McCann. I promise I'll come on to that because we'll spend quite a lot of time discussing that because it is quite a big talking point, but. Uh, he loves that celebration. As I say, he loves Time Castle. He, he really does turn up there. That DVP. Um, so we won the luck and, and we're cruising, to be honest. We, we're absolutely cruising. Um, it's just a case of getting another. We're, we're pressing really well. We're, we're hunting in packs. Hearts are giving us the ball at every opportunity. But what we're doing is we're not slowing the game down. We're, we're making passes. Tillman was playing on the half turn. I thought he was absolutely brilliant last night. And I'm well for paying that five, six million from, from what I see last night. And I, and I know we can get carried away a li- a li- a quite quickly, but it is slowly, you know, showing, um, you know, what a player he, he can be as well. But we're going to come to another offside goal. Uh, the build-up play for me is the best of the night. It was amazing. Um, amazing. Yeah. Can I just jump in there? Hearts had one chance at that time. Mackay uh, put uh, some... McGregor saved a chance from Mackay. That was one of the three shots Hearts had in goal. We'll come to that, David. We'll come to that. <laughs> Promise I've got that. Um, so, yeah, before, before we get onto that, so Carlo, as I say, he, he was through the first time he was through. Again, great play from Ryan Kent. Puts him in and he's offside. And again, it's just with Sakala, as I said about Morelos, this one's a little bit different because Sakala's got so much pace. And last night he, he proved how of a good outball we can be. But there's no need for him to be offside because he's got the pace to beat. He can give a defender two yards and still get there. So it's not saying Sakala's ever going to learn because he's at the age where it's just that's just how he is. But again, it's just really frustrating because the build-up play for that was was top drop. Uh, fashion, I think, is uh, is responding to the coaching at Ockenhowie because he's becoming more composed on the ball. We've saw that, you know, with the game at Kilmarnock when he gets to the bot, gets to the byline, cuts it across, Alfie tapping, same against last night, cuts across two touches, third touch, pings it across, Alfie tapping. So I think uh, Fashion Sakala is is coming on. He's, uh, he's, he's really beginning to encourage me because you said, I mean, blistering pace. So, so he's, he's on the edge though. I mean, that's probably out with fashion, you know, being able to distinguish whether he's onside or offside, clearly because he's moving forward at such pace. Alfie, you know, for the first one was was a, was a mile out, but so he should know better. But fashion at that point is is literally playing on their shoulder. So <clears throat> some will go with you, some will get against you. I thought fashion last night is superb. You know, the, the pace, I think, as, as David said, the fullback he was up against would have, would have nightmares last night. He will tortured, they got roasted and uh, there was no uh, answer to it. I I thought for Rangers' second goal, Fashion Sakala, I mean, it was a beautiful ball, but Fashion's first touch, second touch, then the third touch, absolutely fantastic. And tapping at the back post. No, Fashion, I think, is, uh, he's he's beginning to surprise me slightly because I I thought, you know, he's, he's an Olympic runner. With, with a thunderous shot at the end of it, but he's uh, there's there's actually more to fashion Sakala, so I have to kind of tip my hat in there. No, absolutely, and I know to be fair, probably me and you, Davey P, have been probably a little bit 
not not critical of Sakala. I don't think we've ever been critical because he's he's always shown that determination and attitude which we want to see from a Rangers player. We've always probably both of us have probably questioned his actual ability at times and and he's and he's showing that quality. But he's a he's, he's couple of the balls he put into Morelos last night. The, the goal we'll come to a little bit later and and the ball, as I said, for, for that one, he's top draw. Um, I would like him to show a little bit more composure in front of goal, but I don't think we're ever going to get that as well. It's just some are going to go in the top corner, some are going to go over the bar as, as it happened later. But but David T, I will come to the to the next one I've got here, Barry Maguire's chance, which was a quite a big turning point in the game because I think if Hearts would have levelled at that point, it, it, you know, obviously you know goals change games, but it, it is a little bit frustrating. I think this is the only time last night, and and maybe with Shankin ones later on, where we're so comfortable in the game. And then suddenly we've still got that little bit in us where you go that that was a little bit too easy. We was a little bit sloppy in possession. It's one ball. And then to be fair, it's a good save for McGregor, but, but Mackay should score. Yeah, definitely. Um, that was, that was, as, I, as I said, they had, they had three, as far as I can remember, three shots in goal. The number 17, I can't remember, I don't know who that was, uh, what, what the guy's name is. But he had a shot from just outside the box, and McGregor clutched it just about the the six yard line. I think it wasn't really that dangerous a shot. It was uh, it was quite an easy save for McGregor. And Shankland, he 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 Shankland it over the bar. So uh, that was uh, that wasn't a very very good try. I mean that 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 was probably the best chance. Although Mackay, uh, Mackay's was a, was a good save by McGregor, but Shankland, he, I mean he should have scored really. It was probably the best chance they had. But, I mean, that was it. They did. They just didn't. They, they put in a, a, a ten-minute spell where it was just in the second half. Where I thought, oh no. And I think I even put up in the uh, on, on the WhatsApp uh, that the, here we go, squeaky bomb time again. But it, it didn't fathom out that way, and uh, we, we just got the game under control again. And yeah, that was Hearts had nothing really to bring into it. They were just. Uh, we dominated them from start to finish, apart from a few skirmishes, and that was uh, that was a, the picture of the whole game, really. Yeah, no, no, definitely, and and as you say, I think that that second half spell, when we, I think that was inevitable, I think they was always going to get a kick up the backside and come out and have a go at us for the first five ten minutes. It was just a case of us getting past that and, and then getting you know going back to what we was doing. David P, David P. So so the second goals from. Malik Tillman, and we'll spend a little bit, you know, time talking about Malik Tillman, and I'll come to both of you on it because we're getting a lot of comments on him. Um, again, it's another set piece this time from a corner. Um, Tavernier takes it quickly um, again, and it's something that we've done all, all night last night. Is taking things quick, whether it be throw-ins, um, you know, quick free kicks, or even just playing quicker, especially in that first half. Again, Barisic, I thought we overhit it. I thought it was an overhit ball, but obviously it was on purpose, as you can see. Connor Golson spinning off and going towards that back post. Heads it back, and it's a really good finish from from Tillman. Um, how impressed was you with uh, Malik Tillman last night, David? Mm. Malik is a is a quality player, absolutely no doubt about it. You know, so I'm hoping that that deal is 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 done. You know, we'll just kidnap him otherwise. But the, it was good to see Rangers do, you know, from the set piece, not the predictable. Because, you know, there was a game, was it not, earlier this season when we played St. Johnson, I think it was the game we lost, and we had something like 20 corners and get nothing from it. We just kept doing the same thing, same balls into the box, which they pinged away all day. So doing something, you know, clearly it's come from the training ground. And uh, you could see the players' reaction from that. 
that and that must be you know real satisfaction for them something which they've practiced taken to the you know the, the match day and it comes off and uh, you could see big corners reaction he was absolutely ecstatic <clears throat> well what i mean and we were doing that and you know it's, it's also with the first goal when don't do the predictable do the unpredictable which taking the quick ball getting them because they're you know if it's not Borna or it's Tavernier, then Rangers aren't taking a free kick. But we just off we went. Kent gets to the get gets it across, and Alfie nods it in. So I thought the intent with which Rangers played last night, the pace, you know, getting it forward as quickly as possible, we just tore them to ribbons. It was absolutely delightful to see it. It's what we've been I've been screaming in that club deck for long and weary. Just stop. All this past, you know, passing it side to side. When uh, <clears throat> obviously, when there's more bind behind the ball, so Hearts in that respect kind of played into our hand because they, uh, I think, they were intent on in getting forward. But Lundstrom and Jack and uh, sorry, Kamara <clears throat> were like a couple of Rottweilers running around that pitch getting the ball back. It was just so pleasing to see that we played with that energy and intensity. It's what we've been waiting for. And and Michael Beale must have been delighted when he got back to that dressing room. And, and, and here's from the... I heard the post-match uh, con, press conference and, and his comments today that he thinks we can do even better, which is uh, just music to my ears because... And, and on top of that, you know, we've got <clears throat> Cantwell, who, who I think will play a major role in, in this type of football, you know, where we go at them with pace and energy. We get runners flying everywhere. People who give in a free hand, you know, between Kane and Tillman, uh, these guys. You know, oh, I think we we will just blitz some of these teams. It's uh, in, in the manner in which we did last night. It's so encouraging. It definitely is another one. That, you know, we spoke about Kamara Lundstrom at, at, at length there with David T. Kamara, as you say, David Kamara's best game. Um, I always go back to the, the PSV away game. I thought he was excellent that night, but but last night he was he was just as good. Um, I thought he was he was everywhere, to be honest. And uh, if we get that Glenn Kamara from now to the end of the season, and if he's here next season and he performs like that, then yeah, we, we're going to have a really good player. He just needs to get that consistency and get that belief back in, in Kamara. I think that you know that will be important. Um, David T, just just to quickly you know go, go back to to Malik Tillman. Um, what was your thoughts last night? Was you impressed with him last night? And is it a case of let's make sure we, we get him signed in the summer? Well, I was going to say we'll need to get Colin uh, to get to get into his uh, his bank account and get five million sent over to Byron because uh, oh, what a player the boy is, and he's only twenty. Uh, I mean, boys at twenty are not even getting near the Rangers first team and he's he's just walking into it and not only is he just walking into it, he's and I know there was a lot of criticism in the beginning because he wasn't tracking back and he wasn't doing any work, he was lazy. But I always thought I, I mean I think I said it in one of the podcasts at the beginning. I think there's players that look lazy and there's players who are lazy. And Tillman always looked to me as if he was actually not lazy, but he just sort of looked lazy. I mean, I remember I, we, we used to, I, when I played five sides, we used to, I used to play with a guy, yeah, Big Doogie, we called him. Not that that makes a lot of difference, but, but he had these sort of extendable legs. You thought you were past him, 
and then all of a sudden you've seen a big leg flying past you and, uh, and pull the ball away. And you think, where did that come from? And that's the same as Tillman. He seems to have these expend- expandable legs that sort of a, the players, the, not just Hearts, but I think it's virtually every team this season, they've thought they're past them. And then all of a sudden they see a, a leg coming out and uh, and he's pulling the ball away and getting it, putting Rangers into a, an attacking position. Although I must admit, for the for the pass back when he took the ball down the wing and passed it back for Sakala to to, to shoot a goal and the keeper saved it, um, it was actually a, a mistake from uh, from Tavernier that set up that chance. Uh, so that could, if Tavernier's uh, bad ball, it sort of a could have fired against us and put Hearts away, but it didn't. It, it bounced the right way and uh, sent Tillman away on, on, on his run. And No, the pass back, the pass back to Sakala was just sublime. I mean, I don't even think anybody saw it. Watch, I was watching the television, I never saw it. And he's uh, he's he's put it right in front of Sakala's. Sakala should have done better, let's face it. The ball should have been in the net. But no, as, as I say... If, if I had five million in the bank, I'd be on the train to to Munich tomorrow. But unfortunately, uh, my wife spent all my money. <laughs> we'll have to uh, we'll have to dip into that gallant few pot and get get Tech Tillman here next next season. But yeah, I was going to bring up that one, David T. It's the one you're at. He's running down the right, and you uh, you know I couldn't see him getting across in. I thought we'd get a corner out of this, and he pulls it back right to Sakala. As you said, that was that was top draw, and he's. It's just when he's in and around the box, you just got confidence he's gonna he's gonna pick a man out. But uh, David P, so half time I thought come at a bad time for us. I know we're two new up, but I really think if there was three or four minutes, we'd have gone and got a third and fourth. We was it was a case, you know, it was a matter of time. We, we've touched on Hearts coming out second half and, and and having a go for that five ten minutes, and then we settled down again, and then we scored another offside goal. I won't go into this sort of too much because. Um, you know, we'll be all night talking about. But but what I do want to talk about is VAR. Um, just the amount of time it takes for an offside to be given. Um, and then that leads us nicely on to Ryan Kent going down in the box um, for, for a penalty. Watching it live, I thought it was it was a definite definite pen. But watching it back, I think that they've got it right. It, what it was on a penalty, and I think it is a booking. The only thing is, why did why does it take so long? What what is the what is the issue? Why couldn't the referee beaten last night, go straight to the screen when he when he and look at it and he had one look, that's not a penalty, and on we go. It's just it just it just kills the complete momentum. Yeah, I think the the VAR staff are clearly checking because they know the spotlights on them. So I think they they're of the view that you know they'll check it two or three times and, and call it one time because they know that the everyone's waiting on them. If they make the wrong call, then uh, they're they're their asses grass, they're going to be crucified. So that and I think that's really what because they, they will just make sure that they'll see it from all angles. And it'll just be the tech probably that that, that they're they might be struggling with just to make sure that they've viewed all all available images of a particular instant. So I, I would rather they take it a minute or two to get it right than give us uh, you know the guess at it. So uh, I, I actually don't mind it's it's important that they get it right. And I think VER has added to to the game because in terms of you know ruling out the, the penalty instant would be a good example because clearly uh, Kent has, has put his leg in, you know, kind of Robert Perez style uh, with a view that he's going to go down as soon as he gets any connection. So 
so he deserved the booking, to be honest. But in terms of art, I mean, I want him to get it right. That rather than do it right now. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. It just even with the Morelos and and, it, and that leads nicely, David T to the third goal. Um, it feels like we was waiting absolute ages for that to, to get given. Um, but the, but the, again, the build-ups top top draw. Uh, Borna Barisic had a lot of comments for, about him tonight in, in the comments. I think he was, I think Curry said his best performance in a Rangers shirt. Well, I would go as far as saying it was his best performance since uh, we played Antwerp away a few years ago. I thought he, he was that good last night. He makes a tackle that I, you just don't see Borna making. Uh, chases the boy back, great challenge. And then, you know, a couple of passes later, it goes to Goldson. He, he hits that diagonal to Sakala. Um, again, great ball from Sakala. Merlos scores. And luckily, this time it's been given. But um, again, just the the build-up play and Connor Goldson's got that in his locker. It's someone that we haven't even, you know, not a lot of comments about Goldson. But I think again, he, there's no, you know, no coincidence that he's come back in the team and we're now what is it, eleven unbeaten? Yeah. I think for me, he is the the main man. Um, Connor Goldson, an absolute star. I mean, and and a leader in the team. So important, just his presence there. And you know, you saw from him leaving the pitch at halftime against Liverpool, where we uh, left off and, and where Connor's taken us to on his return. Absolutely massive player. I know there are some people who aren't big fans of Connor Goldson, you know, that he's a limited defender. I think he is so important to this Rangers team. And you can see that the, the kind of performances like last night and uh, how vocal how big an influence he is in all the players. He's the captain in all but name for me, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, without doubt. And I do, did want to mention Golson because, and even Ben Davis went quietly about it last night and he, and he, he looked really assured in there. And, he, you know, again, he, he looked re played really well. So hopefully we can keep them both fit and that there's a good partnership building there. David T, so 3 new up, Morelos scores, Morelos runs away uh, to celebrate as he does. The knee slide... For me, there's nothing in it. Um, I think Bill sums it up really, really well in his press conference today. And he says, you know, I've worked down south and, and it, you know, celebrations just don't get mentioned. It's just up here. It's like they don't want to talk about the positives last night. Um, you know, and it sums up papers today. All they want to talk about is six VAR instances instead of talking about, you know, the, the performance that, 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 you know, that we was. I know you're never going to get that from certain aspects of the media but why is it always about referees and celebrations and um and and it leads us you know david t to, to neil mccann on the bbc last night commentating on, on the game and he and he called morales an idiot and i thought that was a little bit you know poor from him um especially someone that's, that's on rangers tv and a lot of the support respect neil mccann um not just because what he, what he done for the football club plan plan for us but you know when he is on rangers tv i think he does really give good insight and he comes across really well but I think you'll you'll end up regretting that one that comment last night. Yeah, definitely. I think you will uh, regret it. I mean, there the, there are goal celebrations that I, I hate. I hate celebrations where players pull off their shirt because you know they're getting a, a yellow card, and then I don't understand it. Uh, if you know you're getting a yellow card, why do you want to do it? So, but Morelos, uh, well, actually, to to go back to the the beginning of the goal. Um, I actually thought we would be given for offside because, first of all, I thought he probably was just offside, although far proved that he wasn't. But uh, then, then I heard that Clancy was uh, was was on the far call, so I thought, no, there's no chance of us getting that. 
Um, but uh, I mean, it must have been about a good three to five minutes before we actually got to the celebration uh, with, with all the far checking that doing this and doing that. But, um, no, I, I think I think McCann. I think he'll he'll have thought about it and think. Well, that wasn't very clever of me saying that. I think it was a. I think he said in the spur of the moment. We all say things in the spur of the moment. That uh, I mean, he's given a live commentary. He can't take it back. Just as well, we we can't take anything back. We say here either. So uh, once it's once it's up there, it's up there, and that's just. Uh, but I think he'll regret saying it, and I I, I think he'll probably say something about it sometime in the future uh, when he's when he's on Rangers TV. But I mean, it's it was an obvious thing. I mean, there, there are times where you where you. Think I mean I, I don't think any calling him an idiot is is the right words to uh, we could, might might say that he's not been very wise or something like that but calling somebody an idiot is, is not good not good for a commentator it's uh, and it leads to I mean it, it's, there's enough trouble in football at the moment with supporters without sort of a the the commentators mixing in and calling people names that that, that are not really should be used. Uh, no, certainly not in a, a football match commentary. No, no. I, look, I expect it from you know certain Celtic pundits, um, uh, but but from an ex-Rangers player, I thought it was it, it was a poor comment. But but what frustrates me more than anything is the, this season as well, and even seasons gone by, the amount of players that score against us and give it to our supporters, and and, and no one mentions it. You know, it is what it is. You know, it, fair enough, whatever. As soon as a Rangers player does it, it's it's all in the news. As said, you know, it's, you know, I read this morning somewhere saying he should have been booked for his his, his celebration in the first goal and then sent off for the, the second one. Davy P is just getting ridiculous now, isn't it? Mason, sorry, can I just say there? You, but the one thing there is the Celtic support and press are all idiots. <laughs> we're allowed. We're allowed, we're allowed to say that. <laughs> it's just that they're not allowed to say it. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, if you look at. On on BBC last night, I mean the the they've got that the, was it Stuart and and the, the the guy that used to play for Agent Foster. I mean, they were two they were the two two players that hardly could play football. I mean, they, they, God knows how they well they got to professional level, but I mean they weren't great professionals, and they're, they're trying to tell everybody how how they should have played the game and what they should have done. They didn't know themselves what to do. They didn't have a clue. So I mean, don't get me started on the press. <laughs> it'll be a never-ending story. Try not to. <laughs> David, what's your what's your thoughts on 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 all this? You know, McCann and the, and the celebrations, and you know, all the rest of it. I think there's a there's a special treatment for Alfredo Morelos. We saw it at Kilmarnock. We we see it at all the away grounds. We've saw it at Easter Road, Petodre. You know, he gets treated differently. So I, I think this. I think possibly the referees are reacting to the response and you know the treatment he gets from the away fans and he was getting it last night big time from the Hearts fans. So Alfredo takes the opportunity to give them it straight back after he's just popped in his second goal Rangers third. I, I've got no problem with that whatsoever. What surprised me and what I think has absolutely shredded Neil McCann's credibility with the Rangers fans was just the tone with which she said idiot. It was it was almost vitriolic. It wasn't like you know, oh my god, look at that idiot. It was a wee bit. There was a wee bit nasty streak yeah. in, in what the way he said it. So I think Neil McCann had had better backpedal. He's going to have to roll back big time on this one, 
or he's finished with the Rangers fans because that is simply unacceptable. The Hearts fans were quite happy to dish it out last night in spades to Alfredo Morelos. And then when he gives them it back, you know, Alfredo's an idiot. Alfredo did exactly what, what I would have done. You know, our, our probably would have been sent off. But <laughs> no, I, I've got no problem with Alfredo. I want Alfredo to, uh, to, to give them it because uh, that, they fear him. And I think that kind of tinges, you know, their treatment of him. So the this is anything that they'll do to put him off. You know, you've been in the pitch yourself, Mason. You know what the things that guys will say to you on a football pitch, just trying to wind you up to get a response from you. You know, it can get quite nasty at times, which is fair enough. Alfredo's a professional football player and he can take it. But when he gives it back, I've got no problem with that. I'm possibly delighted when he does it to them. Just to, 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 to take that further to the, the Borna incident where, where he, he kicked the ball at the two of the, the heart supporters. Now, they were doing that the whole game. And the first, the, the actual first corner he took, they were actually virtually standing up against the wall shouting at him. Now, there's a linesman about two yards away. He must hear what's been said. He must. He he should do something about that. When he sees a player like that taking the abuse that Borna Barisic was getting in that corner, that linesman should have done. He should have put up his flag and he should have went to the, the referee and he should have told the referee what was happening because the the, the players they deserve a bit of um, help in the in the field field that way. Protection is the word I'm looking for. They deserve a bit of protection and Borna Barisic was taking all the abuse in the world every time he went to take a corner and that linesman was only about two yards away from him, he must have heard everything. I just wanted to say that. Look, uh, it's just, sorry, it's just a pity he didn't blotter the ball harder in the guy's face. I think the players done the right thing last night and they've done the, the talking on the pitch and, and that's all, you know, as Rangers fans, that's all we want and that's the best way to get it up and, you know, as I say. Um, but, but David P, just just come, uh, David T, we'll stay with you. We'll just have David P thoughts on it then. Um, Morelos, uh, I think what, what David P was saying was spot on um, in terms of him playing on the edge. I think that's what you need. I think it, them Hearts fans read him up there and that's what gets him going. And that's when you get the best out of Morelos. I think there's been a, a few different comments about whether he should, should stay or should go. And I'm still very much on. I think I do still believe his time at Rangers is coming to an end. I just think that I think we've kept players too long as it is. I think we will be going in circles again when we're in six months, a year's time. But when he does play like that, he's going to be hard to replace, David T. Yeah, well, you know, my, my thoughts on Morelos, I think he's probably the best player on the team uh, at the moment. Well, not at the moment, but when he's on his game. And I think it will cost a heck of a lot of money to to uh, replace him and I, I mean I don't think we can replace him of kind because there's not many centre uh, forwards do what he does uh, Cholak, I mean you, you've seen when he's come on the last few times he just can't play that uh, role and, and, and bring in the midfield into play he's okay at scoring that's probably what centre forwards supposed to do but there, there's certain types of centre forwards you need that can bring other players into play, that can hold the ball up to the midfield comes up. And Morelos does that brilliantly. And that's just unfortunately so not, not in Cholak's game. 
from what I've seen up till now. And it'll take a, an awful lot of money for, for us to replace uh, um, and get a player like that. I, I, I mean, I, there's, and as I said last week, I hope the, the Shankland uh, rumours out the out the window. Well, I think after last night, I, I think you've seen that Shankland's not anywhere near a Rangers class. No, I don't think anybody in Scotland is. I don't even think Nesbitt can do what, what uh, Morelos does. No, that that type of player, I agree. I agree with what you're saying, and I get what you're saying. I think Morello, the way that Morelos links up at the front three is absolutely vital. The way he bullies defenders, um, I'll argue all day about finishing. I think I think we can get better finishers, but actually, someone that that brings the team together and gels it, and when he's on it, there there is no one better. And, and I absolutely agree with that. It's just you know that consistency from Morelos that, that frustrates me more than anything, but. But David P, going back to, to the game last night, another player I want to talk about is Todd Cantwell. Um, he only got 20, 25 minutes last night, but I thought he looked really, really sharp. Um, he had a decent debut on Saturday. Um, but I think last night when he came on, he showed again, he played in a different position. He played um, in the 10 where Tillman was. But what I liked about him, every time he got the ball, it was forward. And I know when you come on and we're three new up, it's very easy to do that because we have all the ball and you're conf everyone's confident. But... Even so, he comes on and his first thought is, I want to go and affect the game. And I think he will be a, a very, very good signing for us. Because listening to Michael Bill talk about him as well and saying, I want to get him back to the best, back to his best, I think that's really, really exciting for us. Absolutely, Mason. I think, you know, when the, he he looks like a Michael Beal type player, isn't he? Because he's getting the ball, he lays it off, he's immediately on the move for, for the return ball. He's, he's pinging it forward. You know, making triangles and, and and the whole thing is happening quite quickly, where it's uh, you know it's the touches all back the way and then it's another touch back. You know, we're at the eighteen yard box, the edge of the eighteen yard box, and three passes later we're now at the halfway line. I don't think uh, Todd has that pass in him. I, I hope he doesn't. I mean, he, he will obviously stay in possession. Of, and, and not do mad things, but the the intent to get forward was there for all to see throughout the team last night, and I think Todd just continued that when he arrived. But when from his debut on Saturday and last night, from from the little I saw of him, was that you know the it's it's about getting the the whole thing up the park and and having them on the back foot and and ha you know asking questions of them, having them commit players. It's it's happening just a, a wee bit faster than, than we've seen of late so we're heading in the right direction here and, and hopefully Raskin's going to just add to that you know and, and so we've got a couple of players, Hadji you know there's there's a there's going to be a right good uh, team in there when, when we get these guys who are all technically very good you know playing at a pace you, you would have to say that someone is going to get an absolute tanking you know, when these boys all get on the pitch and click because the, the level of ability that these boys are bringing is a, is a, a two notches above what we're they're up against. So it augurs well. I'm hoping that we're uh, keeping our powder dry for that lot in the 26. So that took the words out of my mouth there, David. Hopefully we're building it for the, the 26. Uh, David T, um, yeah, I wasn't going to touch on Braskin, but, but let's get on to it. I think... Just before we come on to actually Raskin as the player, I think even that signing, because he's, he's coming here to play. He's not coming here to be a, be a squad player. I think that's pretty clear from the club's 
that was linked with him for, for a long time and tracked him. I think us spending the best part of two million to get him in now when he has six months left and adding a 20% sell-on uh, fee uh, clause, which we tried all of January to hold out for. I think it tells you he's coming into play. But it just goes to show when you sign a quality player, someone that's coming into play and take someone's shirt, the reaction of Lundstrom and Kamara last night is exactly why we've been saying on it. Well, I mean, the support have been saying it for, for absolute months is we need to get quality players in because not only do you get you know better performances from that that particular player, but it gives everyone else a lift. And I think it done that last night, um, especially in the midfield. Yeah, well, I think Bill said himself that uh, after after the performance last night that uh, we've got good players in the team, and Raskin will need to fight for his place the same as everybody else. So obviously, I think they'll they'll try him. I think he'll probably play on uh, on Saturday. Although, yeah, Bill sort of a hinted that he might know it. But, um, yeah, it's got to, it's got to be. But the thing, the thing is, I mean, Lundstrom and Kamara, they've been off for him so long that we've had to look for a player. If, if Lundstrom and Kamara had played like this for the last six months, every game, we would probably we wouldn't have been talking about buying a, a, a player for that role. We've been talking about another role, right wing. We've probably been talking about right wing all the time, not not a, 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 a defensive midfielder. Although it's sort of a rascal, nobody knows. It seems to be a six or an eight. Nobody seems to know exactly where he's uh, going to come in. But um, no, I, I, I think he enjoyed his seat up in amongst the directors last night anyway. And uh, nah, he's going to come in and hopefully, I've, I've not seen him play, so I, I can't judge him. I mean, I wouldn't go on YouTube films. I've seen him in a few YouTube films, but yeah, that says nothing. So you need to see the the proof will be in the eating, so as they say, and uh, no, it looks quite happy to come in. See, that's one thing I've just did to, when I said the word happy there. See the players, they just look happy now. See, when we're playing under Geo, they were looking, they were running about. You could see they weren't happy. You could see, and I think a lot of them. I mean, somebody said I can't remember who it was now. That but I think was it Herb that said it. Boy Herb, uh, he said that. Um, the players at Tillman looked fitter. I think that's the, the the word fitter is all the players are fitter than they were under Geo. They looked, as I said last week, they looked like they were smoking forty cigarettes a day. And I don't know, but Van Bronckhurst must look at this and the result, Rangers results, and see left, and he must say why. He must think to himself, why did I not get this from the team that that, that I was putting out? Why? And for me, the the whole thing is fitness. If you come in and you 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 tell players not to uh, that not to do tricks and 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 to stay out in the wing and and tie them to a position, and then tell them that any training's to do with the ball and you're not doing any stamina training, yeah, no, you've, you've no chance. I mean, I, and as I say, it's the third club with Van Bronckhorst that he's, he's he's done that so. I don't know. There was there was talk about or maybe coming into the, the the Dutch job somewhere down the line, but uh, I, I doubt it now because I think that job's filled for the the coming time. But no, it's uh, for me fitness is a big thing, and I think the players are are, are happier now and they're willing to work for each other now. Uh, they're fighting for each other, and that's a great thing to be a great place to be. Yeah, 
No, no, definitely. And I've got to be honest, my first sort of thought at full time last night was a little bit frustration in the fact that if the ball would have pulled the trigger on, on, on Van Bronckhorst a month earlier, which I think 99% of the support wanted him to go after that Livingston game. Even, you know, Liverpool were the one I always say, but Livingston was when for me the title race was, was you know the title was slipping away and that and it's just frustrating when you watch us last night we're just starting to get in a groove but we're still nine points clear but um look we can't do nothing about that that's gone we've just got to build on what we've got at the moment with Bill that Davy P then let's move on to, to stay on, on Raskin um I'm really excited by by this signing I'd actually go as far as saying I'm I'm more you know excited about him than than Cantwell just for the fact is he's a midfielder that you know, we haven't seen for for a long time. He's someone. He first. I watched his interview with Rangers TV the other day, and his first words were, "I like to play forward." And straight away, you're like, "This is what we need." Um, and uh, again, yeah, I'm not seeing loads, but what I have read and and what what I have, you know you do see, you know, it, it, there's a lot there to, to get excited about. But how would you sort of sum up the window as well, WP? It is too enough, or can you understand it? You know, it's difficult to get players in January as well. I'll settle for the two, Mason, because it's quality players. These guys are going to play in the first team. So I think it's going to give us, you know, with the level of ability that these boys bring into our midfield, you can hopefully the, uh, the current squad, we get a reaction from them from the arrival of these two players. And I think Michael Beale mentioned today that he likes, you know, the, the improvement in, in the bench because he likes the five subs thing. So I think we will go out there. I mean, David's mentioned fitness, and fitness is a large part of it. But I think it's it's fitness, it's confidence, and, and, and dare I say it, you know, someone, I think Curry Munchard or someone's mentioned, you know, I made a comparison with Barry Ferguson and Raskin. So it's almost a touch of arrogance, you know. So I want to see, you know, Barry Ferguson, you know, with the shoulders, shoulders back, the chest out, Absolutely strutting his stuff out there as a as a Rangers player, and I think hopefully we can we can get our team back to that, you know, because I think we kind of displayed a level of confidence last night that we haven't seen in some time. We just knew we had the measure of them. We went out from the word go, and we just crushed their soul because any belief that Hearts had, you know, before that game had evaporated by the time we got to the fifteenth minute. Because they, they, I think they didn't know what to do next because Rangers were going at them wave after wave, hunting them down, taking the ball off them, chance after chance, and they had they had no answer to it. And, and so that's what I was delighted to see last night, was just the way we absolutely just went about it and just uh, completely dominated the game from start to finish. Although, and you would say that the 3-0, excellent result, but, you know, with the offside goals and just the, the amount of chances that going at them wave after wave, it, it would have been nice to get a few more, but but hey, hey, well, we'll take 3 0 and and then it's on to Saturday, and then at the end of the month, we've got you know who, and we want to make sure that we're in a good place when we uh, we we take to that field, we're ready for them, knowing that we've we, that it's it's in our head that we're better than them. Let's just do it. Definitely. And that's I'm looking forward to because it's uh, the the old firm games recently. Um, you know, gosh, it's I would say even, even the last game at Ibrox. You know, I'm always confident, but you're thinking, 
you know, are we really going to do this? And I think we're putting in place a team with with the the, the quality on the bench who will step in that we can uh, we can take them. <clears throat> oh no, no, definitely, and and, and again, hopefully. Davey, we're hitting form at the right time and it's a case of getting players fit. As you said, getting that bench stronger is a big one because yeah. even the game against them, what we're bringing off the bench, we're 2-1 up with, with 10 minutes to go, 15 minutes to go, and what we're bringing off the bench compared to them was was night and day. So if we can start getting players fit um, and get you know Campwell up and running, Raskin in the midfield, um, because look, if, if I'm being honest, the way we were going up that final without making two, you know two good signings, and going with what we already had, that final was looking very, very difficult. But now it's just got a different feeling around it. As I said, with a couple of signings and players getting fit, players hitting form. Um, yeah, there's there's definitely nothing to fear. And, and hopefully, you know, Bill is drumming that into him. Um, and I think he is, to be honest, I think he definitely is. David T. Um, Sorry, Mason, one other small point. I think in terms of, uh, you know, sorting out, you know, putting Raskin and Cantwell in there with uh, and, and, and making a difference, I think opportunities open up for the likes of Alex Lowry, where where we when we are he's playing in a dominant team, and and we can give the, there'll be opportunities where you know for twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, maybe a half, get Alex Lowry out there and give him the opportunity to do it for for Rangers, and uh, we'll, we'll see what the guy we'll see what he brings. So I think that rather than it being you know on a knife edge every week, then I think that there should be the wee bit slack there for us to introduce Alex Lowry on a more regular basis and see what contribution he can make. And hopefully it will be equal to, to what he's replacing on the pitch. And then we'll find out who Alex Lowry really is. No, definitely. And again, I've, I've not mentioned him you know, last night, but I thought even him when he came on last night, he, he looked really positive. And again, I come back to it. It is easy to do that when you're 3-0 you're, you're up and, and everyone wants the ball, as I say. But... There definitely is a player in Lowry, and hopefully he's going to learn off Tillman, um, you know, Campwell, Hadji when he's back, Lawrence. You know, that, that could be big. There's big competition for him, but, you know, Rangers, there should be that competition, especially for, for a young player. But as you say, Davey, I think that, you know, it, it's only going to be positive for, for Alex Lowry as long as he shows the right attitude and, and gets his head down. Dave, Davey T, then, we've, we've got another game in a couple of days, and I think we all can't wait for, for another game after sort of last night. Um so, what what changes do you expect for for Ross County on Saturday? Obviously, it'll be a different game. I think that Hearts left a lot of space for us last night. Uh, I think they were brave in the midfield, which backfired for them. To be fair, um, you know, Ross County are going to have eleven men behind the ball, and it's going to be a case of no spacing behind. But but we're just going to have to try and break them down. Does does Campbell start if Raskin gets his work permit? Do you put him in as well? What what changes are you going to make? I don't. I, I, I think he might start with the same team. It's a bit, a bit difficult to change that team. Uh, the the point they put the point against Hearts because the points are good. I mean, did you bring in Ryan Jack when and, and then hits uh, Lundstrom again? Uh, puts him off his game. It's, it's real. I'm, I'm glad I'm not Beal. One thing. One thing I'm happy about Beal not talking about the talk, talking about the the them game. Uh, I was I was quite enjoying that Bill seemed to get under big Angie's skin during the week by uh, by something he said I can't remember what Bill said but big Angie he he's, he's took uh, uh, sort of a he, he didn't like it put it that way and uh, he came out and he said that 
that he deserves more money because Celtic's the bigger team. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know what he knows in about Scottish football apart from uh, apart from what he hears in Australia. But uh, the only thing I can think that Celtic are the bigger team, but it might look that way to him. But it's just because the carpets are higher inside Parkhead. That's the only way they're a bigger team. But um, to go on, uh, to go on with uh, Cantwell, well. I think Cantwell would be good with through balls, whereas there'll be a lot less, obviously, a lot less room for, for Sakala. Uh, so that that could be a change. Um, I, I think you'll keep Tillman in the team. I can't. Uh, Tillman's another player that you've got to for that's got to be close control in the box. And one one thing we we, we forgot, it, it won't be playing this week. For but I was talking about a replacement for uh, Morelos, but the one thing. See if you get a fit roof. He's the one player that could probably replace Morelos, but the unfortunate thing is that he's he's never fit, and that's a but roof would be a great replacement for Morelos if you could. Uh, but he won't be playing this weekend. I don't I don't see him. The only one is can can't move back in for Sakawa, and maybe uh, Jack for Lundstrom. That's the only uh, that's the only changes that I, I see positive. I don't see him changing the keeper again. I, th- I think uh, McGregor will keep his, his place. Davey P, what about you? What changes would you make? I know Bill said today that he, he would he will be making a couple of changes um, to freshen it up. Um, I'm not sure if there's anyone in that starting eleven that deserves to come out. I think um, that you know that would be harsh, but maybe he's saying that to keep teams guessing. Um, Curry says as well... Um, the movement from the team has been a lot better. Um, I think, again, it helps when we've got the spacing behind like we did last night. But I do think that I would like Campwell to get more minutes. But, but David P, I think that Sakala, from his performance last night, he does probably deserve to start on, on Saturday. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we've said on here repeatedly that we want uh, Michael Beale to be ruthless. And I want Michael Beale to be ruthless. So I will uh, trust him to, to put out the best team he thinks will will destroy Ross County. So and and as as he said, he's going to be relying on five subs. He likes the five subs. So we just uh, go at them, go at them, and then we we freshen it up and we go at them again. And I I think that will be the way to because uh, you know what, what Ross County are going to do. They're just going to do what you know most of the other clubs who the Motherwells and and St Johnsons who turn up at Ibrooks. It's going to be a damage limitation limitation exercise hoping that you know they can uh, the crowd turn but I think I, I don't think that's going to happen on Saturday because you do kind of learn to read the, the vibe in, in, in the stadium and I think the lift that the Rangers support will have gotten from last night you know the, the there's going to be a bit more patience because they can see that my, what Michael Beale is bringing and you know with a couple of additional signings I think he, that, that credit will uh, will mean that Ross County really have their work cut out for them to expect that they're going to hold out and eventually, you know, the support will will turn against the, the team. That's not going to happen on Saturday because we can see what Michael Beale's doing and there are players, you know, who have now acquired and they're going to get Tom Lawrence, Haji coming back from injury, you know, so we're getting lots more options here and I think we can... Uh, look forward to a good day on Saturday because they will put 10 men behind the ball, you know, it's going to be one up front with uh, Connor Goldson and, and Ben Davis, you know, in their slippers probably most of the time. 
you know, barring the, the set pieces where they will launch it to your box from anywhere on the ground. So we know exactly what we're going to come, but, you know, with Cantwell on the team, I, I would hope that he'll make a couple of changes. I would want to see Cantwell and Raskin, you know, from the outset on Saturday. Give Ross County, the more headaches we can give them, the better. Oh, definitely. Um, and as you said, I think Cantwell, as I said, I want to see him get more minutes. And as I said, Sakala, you know, missing out would be harsh. But it's that when, when teams have got 11 men behind the ball and, and it, it's, you know, you do need players like Cantwell and your Hadjis and, you know, Lawrence when he's fit, you know, they're the players that, that, that make things happen. And, um, yeah, the players should be absolutely flying and can't wait to get out there on Saturday and put on another good yeah. performance. So, that's you know going to wrap it up there tonight, tonight, gents. Um, can, I just, can I just come in for a minute, Mason? Yeah. Before you wrap up, I, yeah. I watched um, Ross County against Hibs last week, and what the, the conditions weren't great. I'll say that for there was a swirling wind, but virtually every ball they got was from free kicks into the area from as Davey says from anywhere. They've got uh, any any shies they've got. It's a, a long throw into the right into the box. Some of the guy hits nearly the penalty area with a shy. So that's the things you've got to watch. Don't give away stupid free kicks, even anywhere between an hour and a half, really. And watch it. We need to watch when they get a throw in uh, near the penalty area because it will begin right into the six yard line, the penalty area. So that that's uh, I was wanting to give that away. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's, you know. Got to stop doing that. We, we've done that Saturday a couple of times and I was getting frustrated. You're, you're spot on. No silly free kicks. Um, so, so David T, let, let, let's, let's stay with you then. Um, thanks for coming on tonight. What's your predictions for Ross County on Saturday? Well, thanks for having me on and thanks for everybody listening. Um, yeah, well, I, it's, it's going to be one of those games. It, it, it could be 8-0 and it could be 1-0. <laughs> I think we'll win. I don't think there's any danger in that. But uh, it, as I say, it, it depends how we how we if we break through the the, the defence early on, then then it could be a cricket score. Um, so, but now nah, I think I, uh, listen. This is teams. If we play over the way, quick football, quick one twos, quick triangular football, then uh, then I, I I'm going to go for five 0 5-0. I think we should have won uh, 5 or 6 last night at half-time. I think that would have been uh, So hopefully there is a big score coming this weekend, but um, I think it will be a, a different game. But Davey P, thanks for coming on tonight, mate. Um, what's your prediction for Saturday? I'm going to go for a, a, a very, very comfortable 4-0. I think we'll, uh, we'll have a team in the first half. I think if we can get a couple of goals, go a couple of goals up in the first half, then... You're probably right. I think it, or David's right. I think it could be, you know, a handful. But uh, I think it, the performance, as much as the the result, I think we should we should see them off. We've got the players, you know, bags of confidence, as you said. The guys will be bursting to get out there on Saturday. They they've just uh, there's so much confidence. It's growing, you know, belief, and it's I think the word that Michael Beale continues to use is fluidity, and you could see that. That is, you know, just the pace with which we're moving the ball and then getting up the park at speed, breaking past them. Then I think uh, we we could score a few, but I, I will certainly say I will settle for one nil to be honest. But I'm hoping it'll be about four nil. 
boy, oh, big, some big score lines getting chucked around after last night. Absolutely love it. Uh, hopefully that, that positive continues. I, I'm going to go 3 0. Um, so I'll go, I'll go a little bit lower than, than you boys, but uh, I think a, a big score is coming soon, and, and, and uh, yeah, we'd love it to be Saturday. But um, again, thanks everyone for, for listening and all the comments as always. We've got um, the daily show that comes out every morning, um, so keep your eye on for that. We've got a 10 questions that, that I think uh, Colin posted yesterday with, with James Murray to, to their back, they're coming back, and we've got a Premier League show weekly as well now for people that take an interest in in the Premier League. But um thanks for listening. We are the people.